0: Welcome back, boys and girls, 257 of the Morning Skate, off-season news. We're in the off-season, we're in the slums of summer. Your host, Ked, here, joined by my co-host, Brownie. Brownie, what's been going on, buddy?
1: We are the only hockey podcast that gives you year-round news, updates. We're out here grinding. Ked has a full-time job, I have a full-time job, but yet we still are here roughly every week or 10 days to give you all the news in hockey. I'm not naming any names, but a lot of guys take the summers off here at the morning skate. We do not.
0: And I was going to save it for my hero, but I'm just going to get out of the way. Shout out to think shout out to disco. Shout yeah, out to the board here. Megan. Jason Demers happened. Hugo's hockey happened. Uh, I mean, they've been, they've been doing unreal. Think got like some finished team that is in love with him. Disco has been freaking scheduling interviews. He's been posting blogs. The boys are stepping up. I appreciate that. I appreciate both of them. Uh, that was a
1: good idea. They did with MERS, too. That was good. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. Dude, yeah. He, really cool guy. Um, What's been going on, man? How are you doing?
1: Just work, man. We're in the heydays, the hot days of summer. I was working this week within 30 feet of the high water mark at the beach and yet was not able to have time to go in. It was so busy. But oh, it is what it is, man. When that when that uh, onshore breeze shifts at high tide, it's a nice, refreshing, nice little cool, cool breeze.
0: Yeah. Notes to the grindstone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I want
0: to give a quick shout out. Um, when I lived in Nashville, I met this girl, Shanna. Really, really cool. Uh, she was she was awesome, honestly. So I texted her over over the week. because like we still talk or whatever. And she goes, I was texting you to tell you my boyfriend is a fan of your podcast and his best friend is a huge fan. And that oh, they were drinking Pennsylvania, and he was listening to a, what she said It was a dumb hockey podcast. And she's like, Oh, yeah, my friend Jimmy has a pod. And he was like, What's it called? And I told him he said, No shit. So shout out to Eric out in Colorado and Evan in Nashville. Love them. You want to
1: tell the people what, when you told me this, what did I say to you? I, I, I was probably drunk when I told you this. What did you say? You me? texted me, and I go, oh, They're probably brownie guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, all, right, all right, bud. You're, you know what? You're probably right. I, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah dude it's it's fucking hot outside i'll tell you what i'm so over summer i i want hockey to start again i want fall i want bonfires i'm so there's serious. a there's a I football
1: game on right now
0: i love that i mean the that's, that's the, first, the sign that are are to, first sign that things are starting to swing in the right direction but uh do we want to just you know get right into it sure buddy fire it up all right well me culpa because we you know we start with our fuck up so hi this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Maya Culpas with Kevin Brownie. So right. you you normally present the Mea Culpas. I just want to say I knew that I was wrong about yep. Bobby Trevino. I was going to say I, it I, that I way. You, I texted you immediately. So,
1: yep. But he's on there.
0: How yeah. do you say his last yeah. name? Trevino. Oh, dude, don't do this for me again. You're going to give me like <laughs> – what's it called when it shows like how you're supposed to say the word? The photo – Dude, phonetic? Um, phonetic?
1: Yeah, phonetic, phonetic meeting,
0: and, and I'm gonna say it wrong, and next week it'll show up in the Mia culpa So I think it's Bobby you? Trevino. We'll go with that. He's
1: I think it's U-Mass Trevino. Trevino.
0: That's what I said. Okay, okay. Good, good with that. Yeah. U-Mass. He
1: went to U-Mass alum, not be you or ever else, wherever hey, no, else right. we guessed. The uh the actor who played Bobby Baklava is Steve Shrippa. he's the one who has the podcast. Uh oh, so do you remember we talked about Batgirl a while ago? The movie.
0: I, I don't, but you know, what's really it's funny good. is I, I was on the phone with you when I was in the airport, right? And we were talking about like, wasn't I talking to you when I was in the airport? When yeah, I was in yeah you were. Yeah. And I was telling you how I was watching the Batman movie. Oh <laughs> right, 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 were, And I think you were like, and I don't know if you noticed this afterwards, but you're like, yeah, what part were you at? Or you mentioned like a scene and I was like, oh yeah, I'm already by the part where like the guy straps a bomb to himself. And I'm standing in the middle of the airport, and I'm like, did, <laughs> I, did I just say bomb out loud? And like, I'm looking around, and I'm right next to the dude who calls you to come up to the plane, and he goes, "Excuse me, can we get four people up to the thing?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be on the <laughs> flight list." It was just for like wheelchairs that they needed for oh, people. That's but funny. I dude, I was shitting my pants. Uh, like, that's right, you
1: did do that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> well, this is less dramatic than that, but that we talked about a while ago. They were making the Batgirl movie, which we talked about. Your Batman was Christian Bale, whereas my Batman was Michael Keaton. Yes. And in this movie, Batgirl, Michael Keaton was reprising his role. They also had J.K. Simmons in it and uh, Brendan Fraser. So it was a pretty decent cast.
0: Brendan Fraser. Um, Talk about a guy who was on top of the world and then like completely fell off.
1: Yeah, I think someone in his either his family or his agent fucked him out of his money. Yeah, they really oh, screwed that
0: um that is anyway, the guy from the mummy, right?
1: It is, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Encino Man. Um, so this movie apparently Warner Brothers dumped 90 million into this movie. They are so unhappy with it, they decided to not release it.
0: 90 million dollars down it's the drain.
1: Done. It's done and it's wrapped and ready, and they're like, Yeah, it didn't come out so
0: good. So they're not who, releasing it. who Imagine that. Uh, like, what is there an insurance policy for people who like Warner Brothers? It? They just
1: I, well, I think all I think everybody involved with it gets paid, but the studio just eats it. I think that's oh, how it happens.
0: God,
1: I mean, God. I'm sure someone lost their job, someone who greenlit the script or <laughs> oversaw it or something like that. But wow, yeah. Uh, okay, so fifth grade is ages 10 to 11. We or I thought it was like 13. I think right? I nailed so, that. I think I nailed that. Well, all I know is one of us was wrong. Um, uh, following up on NFL, we talked about Baker Mayfield going to Carolina. Of course, Carolina plays – I mean, uh, yeah, Carolina plays Cleveland week one. I mean, is the NFL the best at scheduling? And, uh, I, hope,
0: I hope Baker Mayfield goes off. Oh, I hope he does
1: too, especially you saw Deshaun Watson. I know this should have been kind of dump and change, but I just put it in here. He got yeah. suspended for six games – and the NFL is appealing it, looking for a longer one to another yeah. independent. So, oh, <laughs> I was told by multiple people that no one gives a shit about a goalie from the North Pole that's played 31 games in the NHL. I thought it was fantastic, but not so many other people did. Uh, going along with that, you've been out offered. Yeah, I see the look on your face. You've been telling me to go to all these for ever. I finally went into one because there was one near where I was, and I walked in there, and I'm like, "What the fuck did Ed recommend?" You know me? what,
0: Brownie? I thought you were a blue collar man, and now- a, I,
1: I have and told boys- you before I'm a grocery store snob. And- <laughs>
0: you know what? You nailed that then, because yeah, <laughs> was there anything? Was there anything that you found there that you were like, "Ooh," or no? I was, was glad that- I didn't
1: see any rats or oh, or cockroaches. If if Trader Joe's was a person and they started smoking crack, they would be an all. Oh,
0: oh, my God. I can't believe that you're chirping. Oh, I love Aldi's. Aldi's, you want to give me, like, some sort of sponsorship? I'll do that. I'll tell you what. If I was a NASCAR driver, I'd drive the Aldi 69, dude. Oh,
1: my God. The thing would be spitting oil and black smoke.
0: <laughs> I didn't say I'd win.
1: And then the, uh, the last thing, I was told this by a number of people that I know that listen to the podcast when it comes to the three stars you shoot too low and i am overconfident when and they said it up. Well. like when like the perfect example was when we said last pod where we like what could you do if you had a year and you're like
0: okay you're like learn Weird. a
1: guitar solo you should say i want to become a master guitar player and i'm like i could be a stand up comedian they're like the fuck is wrong with the two of you
0: I stick by what I say. There's guitarists out there that that are in like bands that play every day for a year and they're not a master guitar player.
1: But they're not playing ten hours a day with nothing else to do. That's my point. You know what I what mean? I feel like they probably are, dude. If they're rock I stars. Think they have jobs, I would think. Well their anyway, job is a rock star. I guess. Anyway, so I'm overconfident, which leads me into some honorable mentions that I thought of during the week that I want to say. Yeah. These are things that I think I could do in a year.
0: Yeah.
1: I could be a not guy. You know, there's always those guys that know exactly what not to use in every situation.
0: What not to use? Give me. Can you have an example off the top no, of like your head? You
1: have to tie a canoe to a scooter. Oh, I know what not to hold. That.
0: Oh, a knot like, with a K.
1: K N K N O T. I
0: don't i like not guys. Like, oh hey, like, oh, why no, you no, no. well, you want to know what? I bet don't use a blade of grass because that won't work. I am talking about like a knot. Like, no,
1: no, no, no. Yeah. So I think I could become fluent in Spanish enough that you would think I was a native. Uh, a tournament <laughs> fisherman.
0: <laughs> what? Wait, you, don't I think I could... you
1: don't think I could do? the Spanish one? I think the Spanish one. No, no. no. Yes, in a year. A year. You know Spanish time. right now. A little bit. Un poco. Uh, <laughs> that means a little. I think I could be. Yeah, uh, I know exactly. I think I could be. I think I could be one of those guys that ch- learn. I could learn how to carve. Uh, you know, with a chainsaw, like the Bears. Okay. Right? <laughs> I think I could be a pottery guy also, if we're doing arts and crafts. I think I could be a pottery guy. I give you that. I think I can make a run at the World Series of Poker.
0: I don't give you that.
1: And my last well, one... No, maybe. My last one, if you give me a year with nothing to do but focus on this, I could pull off a major crime, like rob a bank or a... uh like a, murder, like, like a murder well i wasn't gonna say that but probably but i don't want to say that i can <laughs> murder someone i mean i gotta i got a short list but
0: <laughs> okay
1: all right well those
0: are our... i promised
1: my wife i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna be like i could murder x you know you,
0: you said major crime and then you went like this dude <laughs> i was like no
1: okay. I, I didn't mean that i didn't mean it like
0: I'm that fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> um well, all right up this week maybe i do <laughs> shoot too low. i'm not confident enough i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen um all right, and I'm, gonna, your... I'm gonna help you out <laughs> appreciate you i think in a year's time i could have better form than the guy on that video uh, i give you that i'll give you that uh all right we're gonna just get it out of the way Rick yeah. Westhead report with team Canada, 2003, uh, more details of the 2003 investigation have leaked in the list of players that are uh, that the independent investigators include some big names, Mark Andre Fleury that everybody loves. Scotty Upshaw. He's got a podcast. Carlo Koliakobo, JP Parento; Brooks, like Ian White, Pierre, Mark Bouchard, Kyle Wellwood, Joffrey Lupel Derek Roy, Gregory Campbell, Matthew staging, Jordan Tutu, Steve Eminger, Nathan. Oh, come on, man. I made. I was so confident that I was going to get through all these names without fucking getting one wrong. And I thought it in my head. And then I got to this dude's name, Nathan Pache. I think so. Uh, Daniel Paya and Boyd Gordon. Uh, it's not a great look. Parliament leaders are calling for removal of all the management of Team Canada. Uh, MP John Nader. <coughs> you know, we're talking about Canada's elite national team. And to hear allegations like this is just disgusting. He's also... Uh, Calling upon Team Canada to disclose how many historical complaints have been lodged and how many quiet payments have been made. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau chimed in, I think right now it's hard for anyone in Canada to have faith or trust in anyone at Hockey Canada. This allegation has nothing to do with the 2018 allegations and seemed to be the tip of the iceberg with the organization. So it just kind of seems like a, a, a shitty situation that keeps fucking happening. I Let should say this time it. and time again. Just fucking be kind and don't do stupid shit. Done. We should have... I should have
1: texted either Jenks or uh Kenton to ask, but Team Canada is viewed up there for this, is it's like bigger than all the major sports teams in America, yeah. the leagues, I mean, combined. It's massive. Yeah.
0: And I put it up there in the NFL.
1: Oh, I was gonna say it's almost bigger, you know.
0: It, it, yeah, but like that's how big it is. Like if yeah, you live in the hockey is like what hockey is in Canada is probably what it's probably what baseball used to be.
1: Yeah, in the 40s or 50s yeah Yeah, right right yeah it's it's unbelievable and it's just like they they need to you you need to like this is like the worst analogy but you got to pop that zit right you got to get it you got to get it all out so yeah yeah. it's It's fucking
0: crazy dude and i don't know like you can you can argue about pc cancel culture this and that and this and that just like dude like, we're not even talking about like somebody kind of being an asshole. We're talking about fucking absolute scum of the earth human beings. So let's yeah. just let's yeah. cut that out. Does that sound good? Yeah, cut exactly. it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> San Jose. We're starting with San Jose. Why not? Uh, they signed Papo <laughs> Kakanen to two years, 5.5 million to 2.75 million AAV. Uh, they also hired David Quinn as their new head coach. So, as much as I love the Mike Greer hire, BU, David Quinn, BU. I'm sure they're buddies. They have to be. Because Greer yeah. was also in the Rangers organization. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck he would hire this guy truly. like, Remember I was all in on Mike Greer? I'm now all out on Mike Greer.
1: Because of this one, yeah? Like, yes. Well, let so me ask you how this. Was. Let me ask you this. Could Mike Greer be playing, like they say, three-dimensional chess? He brings in Quinn, gives him another chance – right because you always say it's hard to get that second cho- chance at the NHL head coaching gig right so he brings Quinn in his buddy gives him a chance he gets in player he gets in the players that he doesn't need Quinn to manage as much he was talking about the style of play they want to you know employ and if Quinn does this and it's a win then Mike then Greer's a genius right if it goes south then Greer can come out and say something along the lines of what he said like hey I made a mistake Greer seems to be the kind of guy that can say, hey, I made a mistake, we tried something, and it didn't work out. We're going to move on and get it going. I feel from like my, Greer's got a
0: little bit of goodwill like that right now. From my perspective as a Rangers fan, David Quinn's a donkey. Like, not in any world would I want that guy near my hockey team.
1: But, I'm glad he's not the Bruins coach either,
0: but, you know... So, we go we go. Greer saying cool shit to hiring David Quinn, which is fucking stupid, to retiring Patrick Marlowe's number 12. I'm good with that. I mean, that's yep. very well-deserved, right? I mean, this guy sure. has a hell of a career. Um, and I I think it's smart for the organization because like, they're not going to make the playoffs. Like they're, they're not going to be good for a bit. They're getting new blood in there with Greer. They need something to kind of get the fans going. This is, I'm always kind of cool with that. Like when you're in those low years, you need something to get you through that. Um, so I'm, I'm good with that. Um, (coughs) Calgary, this, this team, man, I think Jenkins has a curse on them. Um, well, I've come around to this, but keep going. So, Johnny Hockey leaves, and then Bath Kachuk tells Calgary, hey, listen, I'm not coming back either. Uh, but he at least let him know, you know what I mean? And he gave Johnny a chance. Yeah. So, Brad Tree living, he did, he, I think he did a really good deal here. Uh, yes. It was Kachuk, it was a signing trade. So, Kachuk ends up signing for eight years, 9.5 to Florida. and This is the
1: key part, there. though, because they got that eighth year. That's what made it more attractive to for Florida. They wanted that eighth year. Because if he had just gone to free agency, they couldn't have got him for eight.
0: Right. Right. It wasn't just we got him. We got him locked in. Right. Right. um, But they gave up Jonathan Huberto, McKenzie Weger, Cole Schwitt, and a conditional first. I didn't know they gave a conditional first round pick, Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it sucks if you're Calgary because you guys were in the playoffs. Like, you could have beat the Oilers. Now you lost your two best players. I don't think there's anybody else better than Goudreau or Kachuk on that team.
1: Immediately. Gone. No. But takes for, the thing out a little bit, right?
0: Gaudreau for nothing, but bringing in Huberto, who's a fucking hell of a player, man. Like he's a really good player. Mackenzie Weegar, I think he's a good player. He actually got a lot of shit. I think as the the season went on last he,
1: year, he had a tough series against Tampa. Yeah, but and that's I, the last I, time anyone saw him, right? So that's the freshest memory.
0: And then they get a conditional first round pick. So like,
1: well, here's the thing: if Huberto decide- now. No, they're not a better team now, but if if it all works and Huberdeau lights it up and re-signs, then it's a home run, right? But if Huberdeau and Weger don't want to re-sign, he can flip them again right, at the end of this towards the trade deadline. So you're doing What's that?
0: I said so, that, like, they're doing what they're doing to keep their team competitive and not get your, your fans to completely freak out. So, like, I'm cool right. with that. What's stunning to me is I've always said this, like – I have roots in upstate New York. Like I moved to Nashville. Right. But like where I live now is home. As long as my mom's here, like this is where I'm going to be living. If my mom wasn't around or if I came from a different background where like I didn't really give a shit where what was. I always put Calgary as like one of my first spots that I would go just because it's Western Canada. There's fucking hot cowgirls, fucking rodeos, um, I mean, you have the saddle dome. Like, it's, yeah. it's to me, it's always I feel cool. the same
1: way about Calgary. But you and I have We're never there. lived there either.
0: We've never been there. But now you see right. two Americans being like, get me the fuck out of here. Well, and it's kind of like, ooh. Well, they're also well, playing their Canadian it's market. It's also coming like, off the sick.
1: pandemic, too, remember? So yep. that, Calgary was very, you know, Alberta was very locked down. So they might have had a different experience, you right. know. And it's got to be a tough winter up there, you know, if you're shut down and you can't. No hockey, no, you know, no yeah. fan. It was a whole, it was a tough go. It was so. just,
0: it was, it was a little surprising to me. I think I, I thought out of all the Canadian markets, if I was an American player, I thought Calgary would have been the one, one of the one places I would want to stay. But yeah, I don't know. Um, Johnny Gaudreau, he took to the Players Review and delivered a heartfelt goodbye to Calgary. <clears throat> Explains his thoughts on what went down with signing with Columbus. Uh, and they also re-signed Oliver Killington, two years, 2.5, and AAV of 1.25. So
1: yeah, one more thing about this. Uh is
0: it Will or William who writes about the Panthers? Uh I, I don't know honestly what he likes to go by. I just haven't yeah. I've never thought of, yeah. I'm gonna call so him anyway. Big Willie.
1: Big Willy. All right, big Willie. big Willie. Big Willie, who writes for the Florida Panthers. He allegedly, 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 some things that he has mentioned is that Huberdo uh was one of the leaders of that strip club night. And allegedly. I, I said allegedly. allegedly I said allegedly a bunch of them. Uh, and he also (laughs) ripped on Uyghur quite a bit. So for someone who watches the games down there a lot more than you and I do, right? This might have been a this might be a good this might be one of those deals that works out for both teams. Question.
0: You sign the contract in Florida and you get traded to a let's say and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but you sign a contract in Florida where you get the no state tax or whatever. If you get traded to like New York. You're still gonna get you're gonna get taxed New York, right? Or is it because oh, you we went through in this?
1: Florida? Oh, I'm gonna get this wrong, but we went through this because I remember we looked it up for something. I because think. I know, I
0: know Brent Seabrook saved a ton of. Well, no, it has to carry over. Does no, no, I think what it in is. I th- Florida.
1: I think it's like a clerical thing. So Huberto, I don't. I think. Matthew Kachuk is, oh, it's a sign-in trade. So it might be for the first <laughs> year Calgary pays him and Florida pays them back or something like that. Remember, we went yeah. through this with something else. But, I'm sure yeah, well, I'm the Canadian taxes are a lot different than the Florida taxes, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, we'll probably hear all about it in Mia Culpa's next week. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Arizona signed their first-round pick, Connor Geeky, first overall to his entry entry-level contract. Love the last name.
1: Did you see the pictures? I didn't it's not on here. Did you see the pictures of the arena, the mock-ups that they sent out to uh, ticket season to kind get of exactly people to what it? I
0: thought it, it's kind of exactly what I thought it would be.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a small so, rink. Yeah, it ain't big. Like, it looks <laughs> no, like Broom Community no. College back in the day. <laughs> um, Edmonton signed Jesse Pouliarby one year, three mil.
1: <coughs> That's a good deal.
0: It's a good I deal, a good but deal. I think it's pretty clear that Edmonton just really doesn't give a fuck about this guy.
1: Like they do and they yeah. don't. Like they like, yeah, yeah. He's like the uh, the poor treated, the poorly treated girlfriend.
0: Yeah, seriously. You know? Just yeah. oh, you up? I You know, I struck out at <laughs> <laughs> Uh Florida is GM Barry Zito playing on a different level than the rest of us. Not only did he trade Hubert or Weger Schwent for eight years to get Chuck, but don't forget. Last year he brought in Claude Drew and Ben Chirot for Owen Tippett. First round picks in 2023, 2024, third round pick in 2024, another prospect. He's he uh
1: he's got a I lot think, riding on uh, Matthew Kachuk.
0: Yeah. But I tell you what, man, the Rangers couldn't do it. I was trying to do so many different ways to get Matthew Kachuk on my team. Same. He uh I don't know if he, I want to consider him a game breaker like McDavid or any of those guys. I want to call him a game breaker, but I would call him a game changer. I think that really he reminds me of the ability to change the momentum of whatever fucking game is going on.
1: He's, uh, he's Scott Hartnell with more skill.
0: Way more skill. But yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In the shit, like, you'll see him. He, he almost has, like, he's not Sean Avery, but he has that thing where, like. Ba- I think he's, he's better than Avery. Well, yeah, he's way better than Sean. Yeah, but like he has that thing where the whistle blows, and if he's on the ice, the camera crew is gonna find him because what's you know what guy, I mean. What's the What's the guy? Uh,
1: <coughs> the redhead in Columbus who was in Philly for a long time.
0: Bor- Borchek. Who?
1: Yeah, Jake yeah,
0: Borchek.
1: yeah. That's who he reminds me of a little bit.
0: I see. I almost think he'd be better. I just I feel like because he can do it all. And I tell you what, those Panther Lightning games are going to be fucking oh. fun to watch. I'll keep like, reading. That's going to almost be must watch <laughs> shit. Him and Ryan Lomberg on the same team. Ryan Lomberg, oh. former Adirondack Thunder, absolute rat. Love him. Bennett,
1: Sam Bennett's there. Yeah.
0: Like they, they, the Florida has sneakily put together a team that, I don't know, talent wise is like all the way up in the air. But like they're a team that, like when you see that you have the Panthers, it's like
1: you got to know you played them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like this is like this is gonna kind of suck. Like I'm gonna yep. get stick quite often.
1: <laughs> like yeah, right, exactly.
0: And exactly. I have great defensemen. like Aaron Ekblad's fucking solid, dude. Uh-huh. Like Like they, and if Bobrovsky can, I don't know. We'll see. Um, let me tell you what, Brownie. We haven't podcasted in a couple weeks. We're, we're killing it right now. I feel like we got a good call <laughs> He going. just
1: jinxed us. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: So, well, <laughs> My internet's <laughs> gonna
1: crash out any second.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we have some Chuck, for that extra year that they went. They might not have been able to do if they just signed him outright. Chuck has delivered thus far. Here's a quote: "I hate Edmonton, but I guess I hate Tampa more now." And later added: "There's a team in the same state here that's had a lot of success re- recently, and I'm here to change that." Uh, younger uh, brother Brady got in the fun, tweeting a money bag after the emoji. With uh, his brother signed, but, and they signed Michael does out a one year, $750,000. Never forget when he tried wheeling Lisa and, and she said, no, um, <laughs> but that's what we have there. Speaking of Owen Tippett, he signed with Philly two years, $3 million, so 1.5 AAV. We'll see if that kid turns into something. I mean, if you're on the flyers and you have orange hair, it seemed to work out so far. So
1: anything so the flyers, not- anything that's any shred of good news for them.
0: <clears throat> um. Anaheim signed uh, John Klingberg, one year, seven mil. Uh, Isaac Lundstrom, two years, 3.6. And Euro Vakaninen, two years, 1.8.
1: <sighs> did you just hear nice. those pronunciations? I Damn. did. That was good. That was
0: good. Klingberg signing came in on the heels of the news that the D man churched his longtime agent, Peter Wallen, and signed on with Newport Sports Management. Um, there was a nice moment in development camp when Dutch prospect Will Francis was recognized for beating cancer. It was a type of leukemia prior to camp. Francis had his last chemotherapy treatment just four days before. During his battle, Francis heard from many hockey l- luminaries, 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 Bobby Orr, Scotty Niedermeyer, the late Guy LaFleur, and Ducks captain Ryan Getzlav 848 days after getting his diagnosis, the 19-year-old defenseman was able to ring the bell for cancer-free as he left Fairview uh, Masonic Children's Hospital. Um, I don't know who thought of that, but I think that's one of the coolest things ever. Ringing the bell? Ringing the bell. I think yeah. that's
1: really, really fucked because up. Because everybody hears it and it fires everybody up, too, you know?
0: A hundred percent. At the camp, Dallas Ekins, single that Francis talked about his resilience, passion for the game, told other players at camp that Francis knew what it was like to have a hard day. Some players and staff gave him an ovation. Good shit. Love to see it. Cool good
1: video. Show. Yep.
0: Uh, this was weird. So, LA Kings are retiring Dustin Brown number 23. I'm good with that. It's good yep. New York. He's a stud in high school. Like, yep. awesome dude. They're going to put a statue out for him. Well, I I heard, I think
1: uh, it was on Chicklets. I think they were talking. Someone heard that it might be a statue of Dustin Brown, Drew Doughty, Anze Kopitar, and Jonathan Quick. And they might add the pieces as they retire, which would that be kind of cool. I'm
0: into that. I'm okay yeah. with that. That would be sick. But if it's just Dustin Brown out there. That's yeah, a tough uh, one. Oh, man. Is uh, Daniel Charles expected to announce his retirement after the, uh, from the game this off season. He's the only active NHL player to play against the Leafs in the second round playoff series back in two thousand one, two thousand two, when he was with the Ottawa Senators. Isn't that great? <clears throat> uh, Carolina signed Ethan Bear one year, two point two. My boys, the New York Rangers, signed Kapokako two years, four point two. That's a two point one million dollar AAV. That's good. I
1: think that's a good deal for both of them because they get him. They get him pretty short money, and he gets to prove it.
0: Yeah. I'm completely okay with that. Um, Jersey Devils signed, oh, God, Vanachek, the goalie for three years, 10.2. it's a 3.4. Pack. Uh reported by Weeksy. And earlier today, Jesper Bratt signed a one-year extension, 5.45, ahead of his arbitration hearing. I cannot wait until he leaves the Devils. Like, yeah. I think that kid – there's this one Twitter profile. It's like Jesper Bratt's number one fan. He's like this New Jersey Devil troll. He actually has a pretty big following. And – I mean, I don't like him because I'm a Rangers fan, but at the same time, I got to respect him because I think that this kid is one of the most underrated players in the entire National Hockey League. Like, yep. he is so fast. He can skate. He, he's always around the puck. I, he'll leave oh, the Devils too, yeah. uh this was, this was interesting. They also yeah, traded Ty Smith in a 2023 third-round pick to Pittsburgh for John Marino. Now, I'm a Rangers fan, so I hear a lot of fucking stupid devil shit quite often. Ty Smith was supposed to be the next Brian Leach. And now you traded him for John Marino,
1: who good. Well, defensive. it seems like the Devils really wanted Marino. I think they were pushing this.
0: <clears throat> I think. Uh, I think. I here's one. I I hate how every Devils fan thought he was sick, but I definitely think the Devils won that trade. I think that this makes the Pittsburgh Penguins worse by a lot. John Marino logs a lot of minutes, man. Yeah. And Ty Smith, like, he could be – it's nice to have him around Letang because you're hoping, like, maybe he develops into, like, a really elite offensive defenseman. Maybe that's kind of what they're thinking. But in terms of, like, being able to defend, that was one of the Pittsburgh Penguins, like, that's where they struggled. struggle.
1: Well, you'll see in the next thing. This this addressed that.
0: (laughs) Well, then – I didn't even see this happen. So they traded Marino to the Pens. They also traded Mike Matheson in a 2023 fourth round pick to Montreal for Jeff Petrie and Ryan Poling. Mike Matheson had a lot of stupid shit happen to him in that New York Rangers well, series. Yotam had a lot of, puck a lot of
1: bad puck luck.
0: That's what I'm saying. A lot of yeah. pucks went off his skates and in. And obviously, people are like, he probably played like shit because of that. But other than that, I always thought that he was pretty solid.
1: I agree. I agree. I think he's like. Uh middle pair.
0: Yeah. I think he's a pretty and Jeff Jeff Petrie, in my opinion, is also one of the league's more underrated guys. Like Jeff Petrie, yeah, he's them. up in Montreal. They, Montreal hasn't been that good, but like they, they swapped a, them so they both yeah. get a fresh start, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um <clears throat> let's see here. Uh they also signed Caspiri Captain two years 6.4, that's 3.2, and re-signed uh RFA Danton Heinen one year one mil. That's good. I think that's a good deal. Well,
1: they said they weren't gonna sign Heinen, and, and everyone here was like, Heinen's coming back. I'm like, Do you guys not remember how much everyone hated him when he was here? He's <laughs> playing, he plays great in Pittsburgh, and he's because you know he's in the top six role and he's got his minutes, but you know he wasn't gonna be yeah. the difference maker.
0: Uh, Montreal signed Sam. Oh God, Montenblanc. Yeah. Uh, yeah, two years, two male. Paul Byron was a part of a group. That rescued a pilot that crashed last Saturday in uh, Quebec's Laurentine's region, northwest of Montreal. Byron gave credit to Serge Labelle, who was first on the scene, but Byron, his father-in-law, brother-in-law, and one of Byron's fans assisted in the rescue. The pilot was stable at last report. Damn.
1: Yeah, not crazy. I think they she were stopped a
0: plane crash. That'd be fun. There's actually a new Netflix show out called like Into the Why. I forget what it's called, but essentially, there's a girl and she's on a plane and Wait. the plane crashes. Oh, oh, oh,
1: all right, never mind. You're talking about good. that's a fictional series. There's a TV show on Netflix called Alone. It was on the History Channel for a long time. And they get like 15 people. They have a list of things that they can have with them. And they drop them off in these remote regions of uh, Canada. And Is it good? Because I've seen it. I, I haven't watched fucking it. awesome. It's fucking awesome. great. Because there's always some guy who's like, oh, I'm going to win this whole thing. And the first night he has a branch snap. And he's like, get me out of here. He's always one of those guys good show.
0: um i like this for nashville they signed nino niederreiter tears eight mil i That's thought he was one of carolina's more impressive players and this just this is what this is nashville's dna just they're yep. hard to play against yep. um chicago <laughs> jonathan Taze wasn't too happy about the rebuild we're talking about a five plus year process according to kyle so that part of it doesn't sound appealing to me at all can chicago
1: not go like can they go a week without stepping on their johnson I mean, wouldn't that be nice for one of an original six team?
0: They also bid goodbye to hometown legend Eddie Olchuk, who was drafted by the team and has worked in, in some capacity for sixteen years. Olchuk will sue the national games, we'll call some games for the Seattle crack. And he was pretty shook about this. So, like well, and it sounded like a lot of people thought he was coming back and that there was a deal, but then I heard he got extremely lowballed. Like, there's a whole lot of drama about it. And uh, that remember that press conference
1: where the dad stepped over mm-hmm. his son they had Eddie O sitting up there like a sacrificial lamb. And, you know, listen, I'm no Eddie O guy. I think me and Hal have made that clear, both of us. But, I mean, he's a Chicago legend for that team. You got to treat him a little better than that, you know. And I guess the, the person who made the call is like, I don't know if she's like an analytics or like a business person. She's not a hockey person. So she's like, why is this guy here for this much money? Get rid of him kind of thing. Um, I could okay. be wrong, but I thought I read that that way.
0: Um, Toronto, they signed Cal Yarncrow, four years, 8.4, and they signed Pierre Engball one year, 2.25. I didn't see this, so I don't know if it's real, but according to reports, Austin Matthews is open to signing in Arizona once his contract expires after the 2023-2024 NHL season. The story is reported by Hooked on Hockey Magazine,
1: I put I in there know. who 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 had the article cuz I was like Jesus Christ that's a bad look. But we didn't I don't say know it's we because it because that
0: would have, that would have fucking blown up.
1: Well, it was during the free agent frenzy. This is just the remains of free agent frenzy. We did for those that missed it, go back and listen to our last podcast where we went through every single team. But <laughs> uh this was it could have been
0: just overload of uh an overload of info and it just got missed. Could be. I didn't see this? So Brad Marchand shared his opinion when website oh, this was great. New York Rangers discussion to talk about healthy scratching star players during the regular season in hopes of improving their performance or preventing injuries. The site asked for comments and he jumped in and said, This ain't basketball, take that shelf shit elsewhere. Has he not been scratched like that before?
1: No, he plays. Him and Bergeron don't they play. They they take the uh, the optional skates off sometimes. Meanwhile, though, he's rehabbing in Italy and Greece, his hips. So, I mean. You know. Also,
0: like, Ryan Lindgren got fucked up in the last game of the year. And that's where that – remember he yeah. battled through injury that whole time? Well, I think that was part of why they were talking about this. And
1: it's no shot at New York. It was just a funny comment he made, you know, by SeatGeek put it out there.
0: Guys are rat uh jack's the <laughs> need to two year extension report that's a two-way for 2022-23 20, one way for 2023-24 20, an aav of under a million dollars and this guy was supposed to be your number two center last year well
1: i like the fact that they did a two-way then a one-way and it's like you know <laughs> it, put it this way if he doesn't stick he's gone is what this yeah. says to me
0: mm-hmm. couldn't agree more <clears throat> um, Ottawa signed Matthew Joseph four years, 11.8, 2.95. I think that's a good deal,
1: dude. That's a great deal.
0: Yeah, it's a four really years,
1: deal. four years of Joseph for under three million. Come on,
0: kid, kid can skate, and he looks yeah. like he enjoys playing there. Um, Buffalo Did you see this at all. No, Jeremy. D- oh, yes. Great. Jeremy sure. James, He had to rush to Staples to print out and sign his new contract last week. His girlfriend shared their adventures in adulting uh, via TikTok. They didn't have a printer or anything like that. So that's have a printer, a
1: scanner, anything. nothing.
0: <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, Jack Eichel uh, hit a walk-off home run in the charity softball tournament, celebrated with a cartwheel at home plate. Uh, this couldn't be any more Jack Eichel. Actually, no. Jack Eichel, I feel like would like big league and act like he had been there before, kind of a thing. So I at least he,
1: I think he feels good and he's having fun. I think that's what it said to me.
0: That's good. Uh and it's rumors that Pierre Luc Dubois wanted out of Winnipeg and wanted to be in Montreal. He signed uh Dubois to his qualifying offer, one year, six mil to stay in Winnipeg. He's good. It's gone. Watch him be stuck. Yeah, still for, sure. The for sure. Yeah. Uh, remember that one. So Columbus they reup Patrick Laine four years, thirty four point eight. I don't hate that. No. Um, they also traded Oliver Bjorkstan to Seattle for a third and fourth round pick next year's draft. He got the call that he was dealt while he was on his honeymoon. He got married and bought a house in Ohio less than a week before he, he was moved. That's rough. Happens. Hockey's <laughs> Did you a see the thing, though? Um, oh,
1: shit. I should have wrote it down. Someone was traded out of Columbus and sold their house and then bought it back from the person he sold it to because he wants to have a home base in Columbus. It came out around the time of uh, the Goudreau signing. I don't remember
0: who it was. A pretty big name, too. It's crazy that, like, everybody gave Johnny Goudreau shit about wanting to go to Columbus. But it seems like a lot of players actually, like, enjoy living Yeah. There. Yeah. So. Uh, Seattle, they signed Morgan Geeky one year 1. 1.4 1. 4, and re-upped Ted Donato one year 1. 1.2 after initially choosing not to offer him a contract. Donato was that kid who came out of college and everybody thought he was like Jimmy VC kind of a yeah, thing.
1: Basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. That's a very fair
0: uh, comparison. Um, And then Jonas Donskoy had his jersey hung from the rafters at a skate park in Finland. He's kept the park in operation by making a number of personal donations. That's cool. Pretty cool They're- video. That's the type of shit I do if I ever made it like fuck you money. Like that'd be cool.
1: He, it was like a series of like three to five thousand dollar donations. It wasn't huge, but it was something he was like, Oh, you need more here kind of thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh Jack Johnson had his day with a cup aligned with a pre scheduled baptism for his three kids, so they used Lord Stanley for the honors. That's pretty fucking sweet. Oh, yeah. Uh, by reports, this is the fourth time the cup has been used for a baptism in '96. Colorado's Sylvan Lefebvre's daughter was the first to have the honor. Then Tomas Holstrom's niece was the second in 08. And then in 2017, Josh Archibald used his day with the cup to have his son baptized. Johnson was the first multi-baby baptism. Guess that makes him a plus three. Brownie, you're nailing it, dude. <laughs> and guys, that's what we have for NHL the News. Now it's time to dump and change. Brownie, what do we got? Dump and
1: change. We've got a lot, unfortunately. I apologize. And some of these aren't great. <laughs> uh, start off with, uh, rest in peace, Paul Sorvino passed away from natural causes last week at the age of 83. He was mostly known for playing Polly in Goodfellas and as uh, Phil Serato on Law and Order. And he appeared in over 125 films on television. He was also famously blunt during the whole Harvey Weinstein scandal, because if you remember his daughter, Mira Sorvino, was one of the ones that Weinstein tried to rape, basically, and blacklisted her. They asked him on national television what he would do if he'd ever met up with him. And no joking around, he was like, I'll kill him. He's like, if I ever see him again, I'll kill him. Fair enough. Uh so rest in peace. Uh Aaron Rodgers showed up to training camp dressed as Nick Cage character Cameron Pro from Con Air. It was a really good look. Aaron Rodgers is a greasy motherfucker because he looked just like him.
0: It, all-time movie.
1: Oh, yeah, that, great if film. Great
0: film. If, if that movie's on, you keep that on.
1: The people that are in that is crazy, too. The amount yeah. of people that are in Oh that. my
0: god. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, another sad one, RIP to trailblazing, act, trailblazing actress Nichelle Nichols, who played Lieutenant Uhura on the original TV show Star Trek. She was among the first black women woman to have a leading TV role. And later, she actually worked with NASA to recruit minorities for the space program. Her and um, William Shatner had the first interracial kiss in television history on that show. So, okay. uh, Arizona Cardinal... Defensive end J.J. Watt responded to a fan online who tagged him in her post that she was selling her Watt edition shoes and jersey autograph to raise money for her grandfather's funeral. Watt saw the post and he reached out, told her to keep her stuff and he would cover the expenses. So, you know, he gets a lot
0: of shit, but he seems like a fucking good dude.
1: Yeah, he gets grief for like the hard knocks. He always knew when the camera was on him, stuff like that. But he mm-hmm. does a lot of this kind of stuff. Um, Oh, Toys R Us. Are you were you were you a Toys R Us kid? Because no. Toys R Us is back, kind of. Uh, the toy store will be installed in Macy's across the nation, ranging from three to ten thousand square foot. But they won't be standalone stores; they'll be like in Macy's. So it sounds like it's two brands that are dying, trying to pour up, prop each other up. Yeah.
0: Outside.
1: Yeah. Uh, another sad one. All <laughs> right.
0: In in the years of like buying everything online, hey, why don't we make stores again?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, they're not making stores. They're just taking over dead space because yeah, Macy's yeah. probably doesn't have the inventory. Uh, another sad one, RIP to Vin Scully, the Dodgers Hall of Fame broadcaster, passed away this week at the age of 94. He was with the Dodgers organization for 67 years, starting in Brooklyn and ending up in L.A. I was, I'm was i not a big baseball guy, but I knew who Vin Scully was and yeah. recognized, you know, uh, one of the greats. Great Speaking voice. of breakups – do you, know who, do you know who the Bodega Boys are? Are you familiar with Deezus and Mero?
0: Heard, heard of them. Don't know much about it.
1: Great comedy act. They've been Deezus Nice and the Kid Mero, or a.k.a. the Bodega Boys. Uh, they were 10 years as podcast hosts, and they had shows on Vice, and the most recently was Cinemax. The Bodega Hive is wildly popular, extremely funny, and hopefully they both succeed on their own. Uh, the Major League Baseball uh, All-Star Game did You see this at all when they had the players mic'd up?
0: This was awesome. They yeah. had the they had the pitchers mic'd up, which was really, really cool, and yep. they had like a cool umpire like video of like people hitting the ball. Like yeah. they knocked it out of the park, I thought
1: they, they really normally don't do things well, but this one they did the best, in my opinion. Was this guy, I don't even know who he is, Alec Manoa, I think is how you say his name. Uh He's a big right-hander for the Toronto Blue Jays. And he talked his way through an entire inning uh, with the announcers as he struck out the side. And at one point, Smoltz was like, throw him a slider. He's like, all right, big boy, you want a slider? I'll give you a sexy one. And it was fantastic. I mean, give me that all day and I'll watch baseball. Yeah, know uh speaking of the most popular sport now former nfl quarterback drew Brees announced he joined the ownership group for the major league pickleball team uh out of austin called the mad drops pickleball club did you know there was a professional
0: pickleball league i I didn't but i have seen that this game is really starting to grow
1: yeah my dad plays it down in florida yeah he loves it uh oh this one's good speaking of baseball (laughs) a <laughs> rod loses again as Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck tied the knot in a Las Vegas ceremony a few weeks ago in a related story from our friends at courtesy of uh, our friends at instigators hockey. Lo has six rings since 1997 while Canadian based <laughs> NHL teams have none. She's been married six times. No, she's gotten that many rings. She's been engaged.
0: She's crazy. Has to wow. be. Has to be.
1: Crazy in a good way, no, <laughs> I mean, yeah. no,
0: that's she must be batshit crazy,
1: maybe, but she's got some stuff going for it too. I would say
0: she's, yeah, she's a bad for sure. <laughs> they, That's
1: why they call her Jenny from the block.
0: Yeah, that's she's, right. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know if you saw this out of the English Premier League, it was a nice moment. There was a fan, this guy named Paul Stratton. Was brought on the field in a friendly match, just like uh, the one Ovechkin played in, to take a penalty shot for the for the team he supports, the Everton Football Club based in Liverpool. They were playing the Dynamo Kiev, which is Ukraine's most famous club. And the reason they brought Stratton on, this guy Stratton, he's like he was like 55 years old, doughy, gut, not in shape. And he came out there, he had the full kit on, kicked the penalty shot, the goalie obviously let it in. They all hugged him and high fived him. This guy has been taking it upon himself to run supplies across Europe to the Ukraine refugees at the border who are fleeing the Russian invasion. So, I mean, that's a well worthwhile. This one was a big one too. Uh, man, we had a lot of deaths. Uh, Celtics great Bill Russell passed away last weekend at the age of 88. Uh, he won 11 NBA championships out of 13 seasons and became the first black head coach in a major sports league along with his 11 titles, he was a 12-time NBA All-Star and a five-time league MVP. He also won two NCAA championships and an Olympic gold. In his lifetime, he faced 21 elimination games, and he won a perfect 21-0. and They're calling him the greatest team player in the history of sports for his winning. Yeah. Uh, he was also a vocal activist off the court for civil rights and was widely known as a tremendous advocate. The best story that I heard, over, because Boston, of course, covered you know a lot of stories that maybe went by the national media. Um, he refused to acknowledge himself or wear his ring as a Hall of Famer for the past 45 years until in 2019 when Chuck Cooper was inducted. Cooper was the first black player to be drafted into the NBA and Russell believed that if not for him, then Russell himself wouldn't have made the hall. He never met Cooper, but held firm to his belief. And once Cooper was inducted, he then called himself a hall of famer and started wearing his ring. So talk about sticking by your guns, right? Yeah. Uh, And this might be my favorite story that I've seen and I'm not going to make it political, but it's hilarious. So Minnesota accidentally legalized weed. A law took effect earlier this month, allowing anyone 21 or older to purchase edibles or beverages up to five milligram per serving. I mean, they still come in the pack, so you can still get blasted. Uh, This has been kicked around the Minnesota legislature for years, but kept getting shot down. Um, It kept getting shot down. As the final legislative session wound down, a bipartisan panel between the GOP, Senate and the Dem House were working their way through a stack of amendments. When after unanimous vote on the, quote, hemp-derived edibles, the GOP GOP leader, Senator Jim Abler, I think, said, quote, that doesn't legitimize marijuana. We didn't just do that, like, <laughs> like a nervous laugh. His Dem co-chair rep, Tina Liebling, responded, oh, are you kidding? Of course we have. So we always say you got to check the game notes. Well, in this case, you got to read the amendments, bud. So That's they big. accidentally legalized weed.
0: A lot of happy people
1: in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, geez, those winners in Minnesota, you should be able to smoke. So there you go. That was a long dump and change. I apologize as a hockey podcast, but there you go.
0: (laughs) Uh, Rangers news. I don't really have much. They, they re-signed Capo, which was nice. Um, Yeah, dude, I'm just, I'm just ready for it. Uh, World juniors is coming up. They have, uh, Brennan Hoffman, Will Cooley. They're going to be playing on team Canada. The goalie is too. I think his last name's Garand. Um, It'll be nice that World Juniors are back up. It's at least some hockey to watch. I don't know if it's going to – well, yeah, it'll have the same kind of vibe. It's just weird that it's during the summer. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I have for the Rangers. It's about it.
1: Well, for the Bruins, it's been all quiet. Uh, in terms of Bergie uh, and uh, Krejci uh, fans getting restless, of course. All the Bruins have said is that new head coach Jim Montgomery has had, quote, numerous calls with Bergeron, and he also made a point to mention how Marchand called him the day his uh, hiring became official. Uh, there was video this last week of Tuca got, uh, what do you call it? He renewed his vows with his wife, and all the boys were there, Kevin Miller, Luchik, Marchand, uh, Bergeron. They were all there partying it up. And Pasternak, they were all like, this means Luchik's coming back. It was like, what are you doing? He's not coming back. The best was, though, they're (laughs) at the party, and everybody's drinking and having a good time. And, you know, McAvoy, they're all just having a grand old time. They're dancing and everything. Marchand has his jacket off and his tie undone, right? (laughs) Shirt undone, like three buttons. Two people over from him is Bergeron. Still with the jacket, still <laughs> with the tie, still just a pro's pro. I mean, yeah. God, he's the perfect human. Um, and this isn't really Bruins, but I thought I'd give a little, a little pub to Alina Mueller, uh, who was recent, Northeastern Zone, who was recently named Woman of the Year at the Swiss Ho- Ice Hockey Awards. The two time Olympian will return to Matthew's Arena for her grad year. And uh, in a personal note, she was super nice to my daughter and had no need. We were just waiting to talk to the coach. And she stopped and said hi to her. I didn't – I don't know her. I wasn't like, hey, Alina. She just saw a little kid and took the time to say hi to her and give her a fist bump. That's didn't cool. have to do that. That's the kind of stuff you love. So Life's about those little her.
0: things. man. Life is, is about those yep. little things. Yep. Uh, there Barely ground up. I haven't played hockey, and I can't tell you the last time I played hockey. But hockey season is going to be coming up soon. and playing in that Sneckty League. Really happy about that. But you have a question on here.
1: Okay. So – since we've had uh, – since we podcasted last, I've played two, two, ska- two games in a pickup. Um, this one game was so horrible, dude. We, uh, the other team, they're, they're, they're a better team. They're a level above us. They, uh, they only had five guys, no subs. Oh, and the guy playing goalie doesn't play goalie. Oh,
0: boy.
1: So we get up. I think we were up like 4 nothing, and then it was like 4-2, to 4-3. to three. Then all of a sudden we're down 6-4. to four. We come back and tie it up. They're up It's 7-6. They're up. One of the guys dumps the puck in, delayed offside. Ref's hand goes up. We all got to clear the zone, right? I was playing forward. Clear the zone. The goalie came out to play it probably between the hash and the high slot. Missed it. Didn't touch the puck. Missed it completely, and it went yep. into the net. Yep. What's the call? No goal. Okay. In the USA hockey rules, it's no goal. In the NHL, that would have been a goal.
0: I don't think so. Because when I play Chell and that shit happens, it's no goal.
1: Was that the video game? Yeah. I
0: don't, I don't think the it's a
1: goal. Told me, I, told, I talked to the ref after the game because I know him a little bit. And he was like, Yeah, in the NHL, that's a good goal. Because of course, everybody flipped the fuck out. I was just like, Relax, dude. It's fucking Summer League.
0: No, work. dude, because that happened. I remember specifically there was a shot on Dominic Koshick and it was a delayed offside and he just, he literally let it go in. I can pull up the video for you.
1: Really, I don't know. maybe the ref was wrong, but either way, it was after, no goal. And we had some very after, after
0: this podcast remind me to show you that video and remind me uh, about Pierre Maguire.
1: Okay. Um. So, anyway, so there was that. And then uh, we had a game the other night. It was a tie. And I was just, listen, it's summer league. So I'm like going 60% usually, right. right? Some kid had a step on me. So I gave him a little tug on the elbow, nothing, right? It's like He's fucking around. Right. He locks in my stick and dove like he got shot in the head.
0: That's something I'd do.
1: (laughs) Dude, the ref was like – the ref knows me. He's like, Brownie, you did have a stick on him. I'm like, are you fucking kidding
0: me? You're (laughs) calling me for that?
1: Dude, I was so irate. I skated by their entire bench, and I'm like, you motherfuckers. I was motherfucking all of them. We get out there for the rest of the game, dude. I was engaged. I tried <laughs> to break this kid's stick. I chased him around the whole ice. Every time he touched the puck, I was lifting it so hard up over his head trying to break his stick. Oh, that fucker. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there you have it. I hate fucking diving so much.
0: You would have hated playing against me, man. I'm uh, sure. Dom so there Moore's you go. That's, my, that's my beer league. <laughs> Dom Moore's here and zeros. Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. All right, I already mentioned uh, Disco and Fink for the hero because I mean, that's good shit. Fink, uh, I was reaching out to Fink about like growing some things and he's starting to do these interview blogs where somebody might not come on the podcast, but he sent the question and it seems like it's really working out for him. So I'm happy about that. Um, My hero is that Derek Jeter documentary. You and I kind of discussed it before we kind of came on the podcast. Uh, If you haven't watched it, watch it. I don't know if I'm the only one who kind of feels this way. Growing up, baseball was huge for me. I think I grew up in the best baseball era that there was because everybody was using steroids. So like, I remember
1: Mark Maguire, Sammy Sosa.
0: Mark, I remember when Mark McGuire hit it. I remember Sammy Sosa after 9/11 running around the bases with an American oh, with flag. Flags. I remember I was at the game that they think that was the longest baseball ever hit. It was Barry Bonds at Yankee stadium. He hit a ball and it hit the upper deck and it was still on its way up. Was that the new or the old
1: Yankee stadium? The old Yankee
0: stadium. Um, But this Jeter doc and like, I'm from New York. I'm a Yankee fan. Derek Jeter. And like, you guys know how much I love hockey. That's how much I loved baseball growing up. Like I watched every single, and it's weird because when you're a kid, you watch every baseball game, all nine innings. Then you're an adult. It's like, Jesus Christ, can we like get through this game <laughs> by the end of it? But as a kid, it was like literally every game I watch, and they're showing this doc. And like I remember watching these games, like when I was a kid, like Derek Jeter hitting the home run against the Orioles, and uh John, I forget the kid, last name's Mayor or May grabbing the ball, Danny May hit, hit in the back. Uh the A-rod arod A-rod Jeter all that shit. And it's like, and if you don't know who the Yankees are, I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> you're watching this doc and you, you, I almost forgot how clutch Bernie Williams was. Like, I don't think that he gets nearly enough. I was also a huge Tino Martinez fan, but <clears throat> it's it cool. It because, baseball, right? it oh, right? I love Tino, yep. Um, but Paul O'Neill, but it was, it was really fucking cool just because like, and I don't know if this is just the way the documentary was like kind of brought out, but Derek Jeter was everything that I kind of thought he was like, he just loved to win. And he gets a lot of shit because he had, he wasn't, people say he wasn't great in the field. I mean, he still won a Gold love and people say, you know, the best shortstop and the Yankees didn't even play shortstop. It's like Derek Jeter. If you needed somebody to build a team around to win a game, it's hard to pick that against that guy. There were moments against the Mets Subway Series. Chuck Knoblock was out, so Derek Jeter let off. First pitch hits a home run. They went three one. He had a home run and a triple. Like he just showed up in these big moments, time and time again. And what's cool is they brought Michael Jordan on for like a quick little interview. And he's oh, like, yeah. Derek Jeter, and it, hearing it from Michael Jordan, who's arguably the best gamer. Yeah. yeah saying that Derek Jeter was like him in that sense. It was just it was really really fucking cool and like he's going to get a lot of shit cuz he's captain of the Yankees whatever it might be but if you're a Yankee fan watch it. If you're a baseball fan watch it. If you're a Red Sox fan fuck off. And Well, that, listen, let, let
1: me speak for the Red Sox fans. I always respected Jeter and you talking about all those players brings back a lot of fond memories cuz that's when the Red Sox had some Chances against them, so it was, it was great battles.
0: It was an unbelievable rivalry, and and what's cool is like, it's not cool because I'm a Yankee fan. The Red Sox ended up winning and like coming back from that shit. But I don't know if there's a better rivalry in sports than the Yankees and Red Sox during that time period.
1: That era. Because, yeah. No, I mean, that's it fair. Started
0: yeah. with like Peter, Arod, Nomar. Like those were the three shortstops. Then you see the the Sox. They get Manny. They get Big Poppy. Well, Something remember. Happened.
1: Uh, a rod was going to the red Sox, but major league baseball shut it down
0: and what i didn't know about that is manny ramirez was going the other way i had yeah. no idea about that yeah. um so it, it's it was just it was really cool like just seeing it, i don't know baseball doesn't feel that way anymore like the yankees had have like, like, whatever but yeah. like there was just something about baseball during that era that was just so electric and it was like holy fuck this is sweet
1: couple of things about Jeter. Uh, I always respected him. I always liked the way he played. I always liked the way he carried himself. I always liked the way he rolled through page six. Like, the guy was a legend. Um, yeah. So, there was a game where he dove into, the like, the, the camera thing. And yeah. that, was, that was against the Red Sox. And that was the game that Nomar kind of begged off because he had cramps or something. Yeah. And I was at that game at Yankee stadium. That's the only time I've ever been to Yankee stadium. I was at that no game. Shit. Yeah. So there's Made that. It
0: yeah. It was a great game. Just fun. Atmosphere was great. You know, So in the doc, um, they talk about that Jeter wanted to stay in, but they had to bring him to the hospital because they thought he broke his orbital bone. And he yeah. goes, Mr. Torrey, I'm playing tomorrow. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It was always Mr. Tory, right? Wasn't yeah. That his thing? Yeah. But like that shit's cool to me. The fact that oh, like, I agree. He was like super respectful, um, uh, what the fuck was his name? Bob Shepard, now batting, number two, Derek oh, Jeter. Oh, yeah. He was like the voice of Yankee Stadium. When he passed away, Derek Jeter still used his voice when he came up to that. Um,
1: Oh, Who did that for the Red Sox? Someone did the same thing for the Red Sox. That's cool. For the, yeah. No, that's great. I agree. Uh, here's a little thing, too. You know what his full name is, right? Who he's named after? Derek Sanderson Jeter. He's named after Derek Sanderson. No, he's not he's he is he was named his dad was a huge hockey fan. Derek was his guy. Shut
0: up. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, Wow.
0: The I more you know, sure. I had no idea. I feel like you're it making it, back, up and it, it all comes, no comes back ideas. to the Bruins,
1: buddy. It all comes uh, back to Bruins.
0: I, I, I'm praying that's a mea culpa next week. I <laughs> hope that some, somebody just told you, hey, you know we can get brownie going. Yeah, Derek Cheater's named after Derek Sanderson. Well, his we'll, name I'll is it up. Derek Sanderson Cheater, Big hockey <laughs> family. <laughs> so there you go. So that's my hero. Uh, I don't really have a zero. Life's good right now. So good for you.
1: All right. Well, I have a zero. <laughs> And this is such, and I'm not going to go political, but this is, uh, no, this is a right thing, wrong thing. It's not political parties. So there's uh, these, they fixed it. They fixed it. So there was a thing up to the Senate called the PACT Act. And what this was, it was to expand healthcare services to military vets who were exposed to toxins during their service time from the burn pits. Yep. The the bill was agreed upon and had to go to the house for a uh like a wording thing. It, it was irrelevant. There was no was change. This
0: when, is this when Ted Cruz was like
1: fist bumping? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. A idiot.
1: So it went to it went back to the house for this little like grammatical change. And then I forget how many senators, but a bunch of senators didn't pass it uh as like just it's grandstanding and they just held it over the weekend and it got passed yesterday today's thursday so it got passed tuesday so for and there was 11 senators that still didn't fucking vote for it so fuck those guys in the ass for eternity yeah. um cuz that's just i mean you send them off to fight for you but you're not going to take care of them when they come back i mean give me a fucking break um but the grandstanding is the thing that gets me is it, yeah it was only 4 or 5 days what's the big deal people may have died because of that
0: yeah you don't know you know
1: and the and the the mental anguish you put these people through the stress to have to deal with this stuff so for that these these people that didn't vote for it and every fucking politician who has to grandstand on the back of a regular working class person fuck you you're a zero so there you go. I'm
0: okay with okay that. I think
1: that. I felt that that was non-political. I made it across yeah. the board. Okay. I'm okay with that. Perfect. Uh, all right. So my hero is former Raider and Kansas City Royal, Bo Jackson. And arguably quite,
0: the best athlete of all time.
1: Arguably, yeah. You could say that. Jim Thorpe people will say, the old Olympic guy. Um, he quietly flew to Texas and uh, covered all funeral expenses for the victims of the Uvalde school massacre. He didn't announce this. And to the press and he has avoided any limelight but of course there are some politicians who are trying to take oh Bo Jackson like shut up Bo Jackson did it leave it alone you don't get to put your name on it so good on Bo and I will say that Bo Jackson and bought that type of act is what the Raider the Davis family would always try to do in the community Al Davis and his son Mark as well so you know
0: what pisses me off Brownie Go ahead. You have dickheads like Elon Musk and like these people who have billions of dollars. Oh yeah. Why aren't they just doing that?
1: I I don't know.
0: Why did, Why does Bo Jackson have to do that? When you have enough money for fucking thirty generations of your family, like you can't just do that.
1: Well, you can make the argument that some of these guys have so much money they could wipe out homelessness in the United States without feeling it. You know what crazy. I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. They always say though the people that don't have the money are the ones that give the most. One
0: thousand percent. Yeah. So a thousand percent. Um so there you go. All right, that's what we had for three stars. Or two, Don Moore. God damn it, Ken. Uh <laughs> three stars last segment. Here we go. All
1: right, Jim and Mike. Thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown
0: Hockey. All right, three stars. Uh I actually picked this one this week. Shout out to me. Shout out to my brain. So what we started doing a couple months ago um, over at my mom's and my neighbor's house. By the so, way, can
1: I say this is awesome that you guys do this? I'm jealous. Yeah. That's fantastic.
0: It's every Sunday. So started doing this a couple, couple months ago. And essentially what happens is every Sunday we get together for dinner. We probably either down at my neighbor's at my house, whatever it might be. Uh, it's me, my mom, you know, my neighbors. You know what this
1: means though. When when I come there, I'm staying over Sunday night just for this. 100
0: percent 100 percent dude. 100 percent Um, we hang out and like my fam or my neighbor's family comes, some other families from down the road come and we pick a theme and that's what we're eating. So whether you it's give a barbecue, how much
1: notice do you give them?
0: Um, well, it depends. Like, we haven't really picked one for this Sunday yet. We we normally kind of come up Saturday, Sunday when we start thinking about shit. Fair so enough. it's pretty square of the moment, but we already all know that we're doing it, kind yep. of a thing. So uh, but we pick a theme, and then everybody just brings something. So if it's a barbecue, somebody brings burgers, somebody brings pasta salad. If it's Mexican, somebody brings tacos, somebody brings like a taco dip, whatever it might be. So three stars is what you would want as your three themes/slash three types of food. Okay. Uh, my third I star. I think I did this wrong. <laughs> my third star, <laughs> and we kind of already did this is a fast food day where everybody picked their favorite fast food. They went there and they got something from wherever it might be. And you bring it there. So like somebody would go to Taco Bell, somebody would go to McDonald's, yep. somebody would go to Arby's uh subway, whatever it might be. Everybody kind of, and it's just, you grab what you want to eat and, and you go. And it's, it's actually way easier because you don't have to prepare anything. All you have to do is just like drive. Oh no. Did I just lose you? No, I'm here. Okay. I, I look frozen. Um, I'm back. Uh, I was just thought. <laughs> so and and we kind of did this and it was you know nobody has to cook or anything like that so my third star fast food day
1: okay i was unclear on this and we were gonna we started to talk about it before we record and i said nope i think it's funnier when we fuck it up live so this is what we're doing <laughs> so <laughs> it, give you a little glimpse behind the curtain on how the sausage is made so I didn't know if you meant theme in the in the way like everyone picks this type of food or theme like a middle school dance has a theme. Okay. so So I have two lists of each way. So my number three for just foods. Right. Mm -hmm. I said my number three would everybody bring their favorite dessert okay you took you took my you took my second one. yes. oh sorry. okay no no no, no, no don't say star.
0: sorry because that's a, that's a fucking people can bring donuts people can bring ice cream yeah, cakes, pies, ice cake ice ice cream whatever you want yeah. Like that's a fucking good song. Right. So um, then my
1: number three my number three star as a theme was cowboy theme. So for cowboy theme you could do like cowboy caviar. you could have chili, anything on the grill, cactus juice, jerky. So everybody wears cowboy hats. So there you go. This is a great
0: way for me to kind of figure out Sunday dinners from now on Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, you might. Uh, My second was desserts, ice cream, whatever it might be. So that's my second. What do you got for your second? Do you have
1: a dessert, like a signature dessert that you make?
0: Oh, I don't. I don't make shit. I would buy it. Um, Oh, all right. My favorite desserts. I love ice cream. I fucking love ice cream. So that'd probably be my number one. And then my number two, Boston cream donuts. Those And then number three, probably banana cream pie. You've told probably. me that one. I make a key lime
1: pie that's lights out, dude. Maybe you will have to bring it to Sunday dinner, dude. I will. And we add Heath Bar to it, that's the secret ingredient. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's really good. All right, so my number two for foods, Did you ever live in a dorm in yeah. college? Do you ever have on your floor like a UN around the world party, every room is a different drink? Uh, I never did it, but I know what you're talking about. I was thinking that'd be good for one of the themes. Would be a UN all around the world. Everybody's coming, brings a different ethnic food.
0: That'd be kind of cool. That could be something that we could do. We pick, we pick countries out of a hat or some shit, and we just kind of figure it out. That would, that could be fun.
1: So that was that was that one, and then my number two on the high school dance theme (laughs) was uh, (laughs) was like Avengers. You could do a superhero theme like Avengers, like Thor's. I wrote these all down because these all came to me. Thor's drumsticks, Hulk smash potatoes, Captain America chop suey, Iron Man oysters on the half shell, and uh, Black Widow forest cake, or something like that. Brownie,
0: you're a fucking creative dude. Like (laughs) that's good shit,
1: man. So those are some things I came up with there for your Avengers theme. So Uh,
0: my number one, and we haven't done it yet because we're waiting for it to get a little bit colder outside. Everybody makes something in the crock pot. And mm. you bring that in. That would be by far oh, the best. best. You could do stews. You could do like chicken cacciatore. Like there's so much different shit that you could do. Oh, everybody brings like one big mug and yes. you just keep
1: refilling it at every station. Yep.
0: That would, big I think.
1: bonfire.
0: Yeah. I cannot wait for crock pot. And I also can't wait for Italian. Just, it's too hot to do Italian type yeah, shit right now. Sure. But that'll also be another really good one. But crock pot, that would be my number one. Mm.
1: So my number one uh, for foods was breakfast everybody brings a different breakfast food
0: so we haven't done that yet
1: but that's something Remember.
0: that we should totally do yeah
1: if you're if you want to do that I'll get my, my wife makes a French toast casserole dude It is ridiculous I'll Why get now? you the recipe I'll <laughs> get you the recipe she's making it Sunday because we have some friends coming over uh, so that was my number one then my number one because we are a hockey podcast okay. uh, my number one theme is hockey theme. So I was thinking about the teams, right? Yeah. You could have calamari for the Kraken. You could have bison burgers for Buffalo. You could have devil's egg, devil eggs for the New Jersey devils. You could
0: Fucking have, eggs, dude. you could
1: have, you could have Alaskan <laughs> king crab for the Kings. And you could have Mako shark, like Mako steaks for the San Jose sharks. I, those are just the ones I thought of, but there's probably more. You could even eat a penguin for the penguins. if you want. I think that's illegal, but I have had bear before. <laughs> Have you? I have. How is it? It was, it was, uh, it was really good. It's, it's actually similar to
0: bison. It was good. So I got my hunting license a few years ago, but I haven't been yet. Uh, in September, I'm going on a trip out west with my buddy with 315 Outfitters. If you guys are listening to this podcast and you're hunting fans, give them check them out. Essentially, what they do is they take a big group of dudes. You go out west, you go goose hunting. They grill in the fucking middle of the field, dude. It, they add the dogs, the whole nine. I guess it's quite the experience. So I'm going to be doing that in September. I'm going to be doing some deer hunting as that season approaches. I mean, I cannot wait for snow, for snowmobiling. Like it, I'm starting to kind of feel it a little bit where it's going to start getting. Not bad. even
1: Labor Day yet.
0: I know. <laughs> <It's no
1: way. laughs> but yeah. School's but, yeah. not back in yet and you're already carving up your pumpkins.
0: Brownie, you had some good ones, man. You had nice, some buddy. really, really good ones. Some Appreciate ones it. that I'm definitely going to be throwing out to the, to uh, the neighbors and the people down the road. Shout out to the Rays and the Ellsworths. Uh, nice. Yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. But that's what we got for the podcast, Brownie. You got anything else for me, dude?
1: As always, we ended at the same time every every the same way every time. Just uh, God bless that glorious bastard somewhere roaming the world, Jerome McGinley. Drum again future outside. guest hopefully we got him, daughter yeah. going to brown and i she's not playing north they're not playing northeastern this year
0: uh, well they will and you'll be there uh, hopefully. Super sure, i will be there. maybe playoffs <laughs> could be playoffs well guys thank you for tuning in that was episode 257 of the morning skate keep checking us out um yeah and we will talk to you guys soon